This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Coming up next on Plains FM is Find Your Bliss. Bliss lovers, it is Rebecca Davison here, founder of the Intuitive Life Academy, coming to you with the very last Find Your Bliss radio show. Uh, I found out just before that we have been broadcasting here from Plains FM radio station since the 2nd of February 2017. So it has been multiple years and um, the Find Your Bliss journey as such has come to an end and um, I want to say thank you so much obviously to all the listeners and also Plains FM but I will speak more to that after our final show today which is about a topic that um, I've actually thought of having a radio show on Twin Flame Journey previously um, but I've held back because the twin flame journey from what I can see and what I've established and I've done quite a bit of learning and research about it and understanding for personal reasons and otherwise and we'll go into that a little bit more during the show um, but there seems to be a lot of um, I don't know just you need to pack out what is true in the twin flame journey so let's start unpacking it a little bit and learning about it and exploring it and discovering it and identifying what this actual spiritual pathway is really endeavoring to show us and teach us so the twin flame journey is really the understanding that you are one soul that has incarnated into two bodies and often it is associated with a romantic relationship so, um, and again, it's not particular to, to sex, it is particular to attraction. So, um, you can have a twin flame that is, you know, um, you know, uh, the same sex, you can have a twin flame that is a platonic relationship, but one thing I think that's really important to address about the twin flame relationship is it's rare, Right, It is rare that you would have one soul in two bodies. There seems to be a lot of um, popularity on the twin flame journey, which I can understand, but we're going to unpack that a little bit too. So what happens in the twin flame journey, essentially, especially if we're looking at it from the romantic context, is often there is a sense of yearning. Say you're moving through your life and you're just thinking that everything is normal and you're, you know, you're just looking for to be in relationship, to be in union, to be in connection but you have a sense of yearning right a sense of something missing and then of course you um, you will meet your twin flame you'll meet your counterpart as they're often called and what happens is that counterpart um, you know they activate you recognize them immediately because you feel it you feel that connection you feel like wow I've known this person before because essentially <laughs> their soul 
is your soul, right? So of course you're going to recognize yourself energetically. You're going to be like, wow, you know, it's going to feel like a very magnetized relationship. It's going to feel very intense. This is often what happens when uh, twin flames come together. It's like the honeymoon phase, which is um, beautiful and magnetic and, you know, inspiring because it feels like you're ascending into heaven because you've, you know, you've found this part of you. So you feel more complete. So, of course, what happens eventually, though, is challenges start to emerge. And, of course, the purpose of those challenges is really to help you to grow. So this is a soul journey. It is not from your emotions and it is not from your mind. But really the purpose of the Twin Flame journey is to help you to balance out fear-based energies that you are experiencing with this mirror relationship situation because if you're unbalanced then of course your twin flame is going to be unbalanced because you're the same soul so moving further into that you know the problems or challenges arise and often what happens then is the twin flames will separate and you know obviously this sounds a lot like regular relationships right so just bear with me until we go through kind of the process so then of course what happens is there's usually a runner and a chaser and the chaser is pursuing obviously the other counterpart the twin flame and there is a dynamic that is created where there's push-pull energy and again the balancing out needs to occur so there's no push-pull so maybe if you have identified with being in a twin flame relationship and you're listening to this and you're kind of like oh maybe I'm not in a twin flame relationship right maybe I'm actually have a soulmate instead so then the journey of the twin flame is to really be separate and to learn what it is to again balance out these fear-based energies to neutralize the charge that is there you know because a twin flame is going to show you all your insecurities they're going to magnify every single doubt insecurity fear that you have it's kind of part of the purpose right and they're going to bring it up and the purpose is, again, and this is why it can feel so devastating, because when your twin flame leaves, it feels like you're losing part of yourself. It feels like it feels devastating, like beyond words, um, a situation where you're like, I can't believe this is occurring. I can't get over it. I'm like, I'm on the kitchen floor dying here because I can't believe this person's moved out of my life. And that's really where the journey begins and coming into balance, right? Like healing the woundedness, healing the hurt, healing the fears healing the pain and coming back into balance and often what happens of course is then when you are balanced you magnetize your twin flame back now um, and of course then you come into what people call is union now here's the kicker though about the twin flame journey that doesn't always happen right you don't always magnetize the person back and you actually want to get the purpose of the journey is to get to a place where it doesn't matter if you do or not. <gasps> right? And I know because this can challenge a lot of people's ideas and thoughts and attitudes in regards to romantic love. So one of the biggest things that I see in regards to the twin flame journey, which I think hooks people up, is literally that where their ego gets hooked into special love right we actually want to be whole and complete within ourselves whether we have a twin flame or not we want to be whole and complete within ourselves and if you are 
needing or wanting I know this is huge right folks I just you know if you're tuning in and listening like I know some of this can be really challenging to kind of take on board but it's something that I wanted to speak to and you know save the best for last right Um, if you want or need anything from anybody you're not actually loving them right you're not actually loving them Because you think about it, would you rather be in a relationship where that person doesn't want or need anything from you, but they just love you? That's very clear, it's very pure, it's very detached, it's very, um, like again, pure, as opposed to wanting, needing, expectations, you have to show up this way, you have conditions, right? It doesn't feel so good. And this is the journey into relationship and this is why I wanted to talk to this twin flame journey as well now if you know and the way how do you know you're in a twin flame journey really because perception is reality on one level it doesn't actually matter because if you believe that to be true and you're doing the inner work to become balanced then it's serving you right it's serving your purpose but again I believe that the twin flame journey is way more rare than people give it credit for And I think often too what can happen is it will bring, you know, like it will tap into romantic notion of, you know, I've got this twin flame and I've had this relationship previously and I really want to be with that person, you know, because I remember talking with a friend and this was years ago, right? And she, I was talking about an ex and she was like, do you think this could be your twin flame? And I'd never heard of twin flames. I was like, what? What's that all about? And she explained this concept to me. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go and do some research on that. And I started looking into it. And, you know, and then there's like false twin flames that you can have as well, where you think it's your twin flame, but it's not your twin flame. And, you know, again, how do you know for sure? And on one level, it's kind of like, well, does it matter in the respect that if you do the inner work to balance your inner you know, to balance your fear-based energies and to come into a place of neutrality and peace and calm, then the journey has served you, right? And it doesn't actually matter because the attachment, that's the attachment that we have to let go of. And this is also known as surrender, right? Surrendering it up to the universe to go, actually, maybe the universe has more wisdom and awareness than I do from my rational mind or just from my my perception especially when you're in it right because often too you'll feel it and it feels like contraction that feeling of needing or wanting or longing or desiring or yearning even you know is that you you and your whole and complete self no and we that's where we have the awareness we feel it often in our body I'm clairsentient so I feel it but you know you feel maybe a state of agitation or restlessness or again that something's not quite right that there's some distortion going on for you and the journey is to come into balance and also too in truth if you are in balance you do not need or want anything from anyone Right, because you can just show up and be the light and shine and express yourself and be full of joy. And then from that energy, you know, if the universe blesses you in terms of a a union, that's awesome. Right? But there's there's no there's no sense of loss, there's no sense of needing something outside of yourself in terms of wholeness. 
So, but let's talk about a little bit of the dark side, right, on the twin flame journey, because I have seen this quite a bit, and I've seen it even in myself, right, that it's so easy to go into what we would call codependency. And you've heard me talk about codependency previously, folks. Now, how are you going to know that is co- or smacking of codependency? Because I remember looking at the twin flame journey and thinking, well, that sounds like every single relationship ever, right? Where you've come together and you're so passionate about it and you d- adore this person and you would do anything for them. And then you break up and you're devastated, right? We've all had relationships where that has occurred. But then, you know, the codependency can come in with a little bit of distortion, like the longing, like I, I want them back, I need them back, right? And again, that's when we can get a little bit wonky donkey in terms of going, oh, is that actually serving you? Maybe it's actually serving you right now not to be in relationship with them, to learn what it is to nurture yourself, to love yourself, to be present to yourself, to witness yourself, rather than expecting, wanting or needing something from somebody else. I know, I know. And again, folks, I have hesitated on speaking to this topic because I know when it comes to romantic love, the ego can really strongly identify with it. The ego can be like, yes, I need to have somebody who loves me in my life. You know, that's really an ego-based attitude because your soul is like, yes, I really want to give my love to everybody, right? Not as in romantically or even sexually, but just to give, right? Like it's a joy to give the love. So you're in the energy of like, because you're giving, you're receiving. It's universal law and you feel safe and comfortable and relaxed to do so. So, and again, and when somebody shows up in your field, you will know that it's divine and the respect that you'll feel the energy, right? And again, I watched, um, you know, on YouTube sometimes and an ad pops up and yesterday it was Jeffrey Allen and he was talking about, he's an energy healer, Mind Valley. He was talking about how he met his wife. He was standing outside a restaurant and he had never met her before. But he knew that this woman was the woman that he was going to marry. He could feel it, right? So he met her and she didn't speak English and he didn't speak Japanese at that point in time. So essentially the relationship started energetically. And when you're on the twin flame path, you really, it's all about the energy and it's all about the energy being in the right place. And the irony being, you know, a lot of people might go, And this is the trick too, right? Because this is where your ego goes, okay, so, you know, if you love somebody, set them free and then they'll come back to you, right? And can you see how the ego has an agenda in that? (laughs) It's like, I will do this to get this result. And the irony being in that, it's like, no, 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 it doesn't work like that, right? Because you can't trick your soul. You can't trick your soul into going, oh, look, I'm doing all the right things. And then that person's going to come back to me. And then I'll be whole and complete. That person won't come back to you until you are whole and complete in yourself anyway. So, and also too, you can't, you know, energy doesn't have an agenda, your ego does, right? And when you, um, you know, you can't fool your soul. Your ego can try all the bag of tricks, right? But your soul knows what is occurring. Your soul knows if you're balanced. Your soul knows if you're in the energy of the truth. Your soul knows if you're in the energy of alignment. You can't trick yourself into manifesting your twin flame into your reality. 
And of course, right, it's it's not about the words that you say, you know, because there's, if you go onto YouTube, right, there's, if I think about my twin flame, is that pushing them away? It's about the energy, the energy behind the words, the energy behind the thought. So, you know, like if you can get to that place where you can think about the person and there's no charge, you know you're in the sweet spot, right? Because there's, it's just neutral. And it doesn't, it doesn't, um, it doesn't have any I need or I want. It's just, that's cool, right? It's just neutral. And that's how you can tell right if you're pulling on somebody or trying to get something from them you know and your ego can flip it around and go well I'll just give to them no you just need to drop in and learn how inherently beautiful and valuable and amazing and you know beyond limitation that you actually are to be able to be okay whether they are in your reality or not and again that takes massive detachment so if you're experiencing, you know, if you think that you have a twin flame or you believe that you're on the twin flame path, I would encourage you to learn what it takes to surrender as soon as possible because it's going to save you so much grief. Because this is the thing, the twin flame journey, again, a lot of contrast, right? A lot of contrast. And that's the beauty often of relationships. Like what is the purpose of a relationship? For you to grow, right your relationships will always show you your woundedness that's kind of the point right but a lot of people you know they project and they transfer and they go you did this to me and you're behaving this way and that's making me feel this way it's like no 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 no. let's be more aware of what's actually your feeling and actually what's your wounding from the past and how your wounding is being projected onto your screen of reality and how that's impacting our connection you know what's happening between us you know and that's the wonderful thing about starting to become the observer and starting to notice what is on the screen of your reality you know do you feel whole and complete without your twin flame do you feel whole and complete without anybody can you love anybody if your twin flame or the person that you feel is your twin flame turned up would you be able to be neutral about it so that's kind of the litmus test, I think, in a lot of ways. And I think we just really have to be careful because one of the ways that our ego can trick us is by going, um, this love is special. All love is special, right? But never more so than with romantic love. And also, too, what I've seen where people are lonely and then they've broken up with somebody and then they're like, oh, this person must be my twin flame, so I have to go on this journey to get them back. You know, a lot of that can be lower vibrational energy. You know, you really want to go to somebody who is well-versed and checking in with your, you know, your soul blueprint to be able to go, am I on the twin flame path? because it's rare <laughs> but it seems to be very popular and again like I said it doesn't really matter if you're attracted to the path and the respect that you will balance out so that's the purpose so that's perfect but you know we always want to you know like I just think it's really important to kind of check your ego am I lonely am I in some codependent energy am I pulling do I want something from this person what would it take for me to like actually let that go so I can know that I'm free and clear and perfect and safe and whole just as I am rather than needing this relationship to validate me needing this relationship to say I'm okay you know because um, your ego loves that stuff your ego loves to identify, oh, the way I feel is special, so this person's special, so they must be my twin flame, right? 
And emotion is a powerful thing, right? When you have been in love with somebody and they have moved out of your life, it is, you know, heartbreak is amazing, right? It's devastating, it's powerful, it is expanding, it is mind-blowing, it is incredible that you can feel that much pain. You know, I have an ex in my, well, an ex in my life in many lifetimes, right? Um, Knowing how to access the Akashic Records, you know, and when you're in a situation where, you know, you've had such strong connection with somebody, like, you know, you know that they're going to be present in past lifetimes with you. So that's why the Akashic Records can be so beneficial. I've gone into the Akashic Records, I've had many, many lifetimes with this ex-partner, right? And just, oh my goodness, you know, this was a relationship when I was in my early 20s. And, you know, looking into the records and seeing all the different experiences and what it helps to do is it helps to explain the dynamics, right? It helps you to understand, oh, you know, when you have a little a piece of information, it kind of helps you to go, oh, I can see how that's kind of present in this day and age in terms of maybe it's feeling abandoned or maybe it's um, a power struggle. Maybe it's some other dynamic between you where you're just like, Oh, that makes so much sense, right? I can totally see that. And again, the records are so incredible in regards to, you know, what's possible. And one of those lifetimes, folks, um, (laughs) he left me in the bottom of a castle and went off into the Crusades. And I remember, you know, and again, even feeling it almost in your body, viscerally. It's, you know, screaming and shouting, but, you know, he did that in order to keep me safe. Right, and again, when you if you don't haven't accessed the records before, you might be listening to that and going, "Whoa, that's interesting, right? That's kind of weird. It's kind of weird." But again, this isn't like um, this isn't information that's just made up. You can feel it in your body. It is a cellular memory. So, and again, once you know how to open your energy up and access the records, the illumination can be mind blowing in terms. And again, this partner I've had like fifty past lives with plus and you know so the energy is really intense so when I met him in this lifetime boom and also too when we split up devastating right because I didn't realize at the time but I was also grieving all those past lives right all those circumstances where the loss or the disconnection or the power struggle or the abandonment or the rejection all of that and I thought that I was going crazy I thought that I was, you know, this is madness. Why do I continue to feel this way? What is wrong with me that I can't get over this person? So, of course, that led me to moving to speak to energy healers and, you know, people who have energy skills and gifts. And still, it doesn't matter, right? It's not about you know, clearing the energy and shifting this person out of your awareness. It doesn't work like that. It is really a circumstance where your soul knows, right? Your soul knows what's required. Your soul knows what is important and what journey you are on in terms of this pathway. So that's why it's important to refer to that. You know, you don't want to refer to somebody else who doesn't know about your life or about your journey. You want to learn how to access that information from you, your rational conscious mind, to your infinite self. The part of you that does have the information, the awareness, the consciousness of what is actually occurring. 
and to help you to navigate it. And again, that's why going into the records, the Akashic records can be so powerful in terms of actually finding information to support you on your journey. And it is unique and true to you. So notice again, I would never, I would never say that isn't your twin flame, but I would also say to people, let's just check the frequencies, right? And check you know if your ego has any attachment to this how can you tell and I know this sounds strange because most people have attached energy in relationships but can you let that person go and know that you'll be okay right it's kind of a good litmus test isn't it you know like I love having this person they're a great addition to my life but I don't actually need them I don't even want anything from them because they're actually prevents me from truly loving them you know true love just loves and I've talked about this before about what will happen is your head will have a conversation with your heart you know when you break up with somebody your head does things like oh my god you made a big mistake and you're never going to do that again that was stupid wasn't it and then of course that hurts your heart even more because your heart just wants to love and your mind is saying to your heart you made a bad choice you made a bad mistake don't do that anymore that breaks your heart even more but of course the hardest thing for a lot of people in terms of a breakup you know you can still continue to love that person but what we need to do the work we need to do is to let go of the attachment anywhere you're attached to that person and again anywhere you know and you can see how quickly this can move into codependent uh, power struggles controlling um, conditional energy which is not high spiritual journey energy. And we want to check ourselves and we want to, and we can literally make ourselves miserable through our own attachments. And that's the truth, right? To be able to get to that place where you are free, where you know who you are, you know that you are love in a body, and you can just be that without needing, wanting, or being in those energies of like, there's something wrong with me. Again, your self-talk. You know, you there's nothing wrong with you. You were never broken. You might be having thought processes that are contributing to feelings, which may be, you know, coming from a place that's not even true. I've talked about that before, right? Being discerning and going, is this thought coming from a place of truth or am I telling myself a story right now which is contributing to a feeling which therefore I'm running through my body and my energy field and it's not making me feel great? Because the truth is you are whole and complete. Even if you have a twin flame, that, how, that pathway is still going to take you to a place of wholeness. And the contrast is great but also too, you know, like that journey describes a lot of relationships that people are having. So, but what does it take to let go of any attachment to the outcome? Yikes, right? So we can actually go, I can be in my infinite energy and be detached from needing anything from anyone. So, and again, this is the journey of relationships. The journey of relationships is really to show you. So, and again, I have hesitated because I remember when I first started learning about twin flames, I was like, I don't feel comfortable saying that this person is my twin flame 
I think also too, because part of me was like, this is my soul, thank you very much. But you can see the parallels and you can still benefit from learning about the journey. But I would I would just hesitate to identify with it unless you really know how to communicate with your own soul and have um, stepped into asking somebody to say, hey, is this in my soul blueprint that I am on a twin flame journey? Because I think it's a lot more rare than people give it credit for, even though it is very popular and is trending. But again, you know, like I say that and it's like, well, there's still benefit to the actual journey, right, to learning about it because everybody goes through similar dynamics. And everybody wants to really come to that place where they're balancing out. But that can be very confronting to the ego, right? To go, okay, actually the whole purpose of this journey is for you to feel whole and complete in yourself without needing anything from anyone. Because again, like even for myself, my own ego going, oh yeah, right? We'll do this and then we'll get this outcome. No, 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 right? We want to learn how to detach and again, I remember, um, you know, an intuitive mastery, I take the ladies through a surrender process. And, you know, the liberation that comes from that, from letting go of where, you know, we're making ego-based choices, letting go of any attachment to needing a special love in our life, you know, special romantic love, like I'm loved in a special way. You know, that's your ego identifying. Your, that's what your ego does. It identifies all day long. That's me, that's me, that's me. No, that's not me, right? And the identification, right? We want to collapse that and turn it really, live it, give it up to the heavens so we can just be in our soul energy. We don't need to identify with anything. You know, how else does the ego love? You know, security, through money, money, oh my goodness, the ego loves to identify, I'm poor, I'm rich, I'm not, I'm scarce, I'm, you know, like I have doubt, I have fear, you know, the identifications and therefore the control aspect all the time, and it gets really sticky, where else, um, attachment to the outcome, it's got to look a certain way for me to be happy, which you can see really ties in with this outcome of being in union with your twin flame, um, you know, the truth is you want to be free from that. And again, you really want to do the inner work of going. And you can tell, right, folks, you can tell in your body if there's attachment there. It feels like contraction. It feels like worry. It feels like, um, you know, ruminating. It feels like a contracted energy kind of looping around over and over and over on itself. That's not freedom. And love always brings freedom. Love always brings expansion. Love love doesn't have the conditions. I feel like I should go into that, you know, what is it? The passage by Corinthians, love is patient and love is kind. But again, you know, even on the journey, and you're going to be the one who makes the decision about this, you know, like I have spoken to a lot of different people about this pathway and the feelings that I've had in relationship to my ex. But you know, and I love that man, right? I love him with all my heart and soul, but I don't need him, right? I don't want anything from him because that's not love, right? And it's taken a while to get to that place. And also too, this is often very hard for the rational mind to get to that place where it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter whether they're with you or not because you still get to love them. <laughs> Which is really funny too, right? Because when we broke up, I can remember thinking, um, I'm just going to love you anyway, right? 
And I did, but I did it from a place of attachment. And that's really been the journey, right? How do you love all the people around you from a place of attachment? Do you have any attachments still to any of your exes? And really, folks, too, you know, um, is it Catherine, Catherine Winwood, Thomas, who um, talks about conscious uncoupling? So important how your relationships complete themselves. You really do want to take that opportunity for things to be resolved. If you've moved out of relationship and it doesn't feel like it's complete, you know, that kind of energy can keep you looped in that attachment phase because you're this part of you that's looking for the resolution, right? You're looking for that completion. You're looking for that, okay, now we are complete and then you can move on. And you know, you want to do the work of honoring that within yourself, but if you can, also honoring that within the context of the relationship. I appreciate sometimes that's more difficult for people if somebody has passed on in an accident or, you know, ill health, etc. But doing that work is so important on a soul level, to be able to let go of the attachment, you know, and, and, there's, and it's often a lot to work through. There's a huge charge on emotional, romantic relationships. You know, again, there's always a charge when it comes back to how we're perceiving our value. You know, and of course that shows up in relationship to money and never more so does it show up in relationship to romantic love. So folks, I'm going to say goodbye to Facebook now. Thank you so much for tuning to choosing to come in and tune in. Like I said, next week on Plains FM, you won't see me here on Facebook, but you'll be able to tune in and listen to the kickoff of Intuitive Abundance, which is all about creating more abundance in your life and world. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching these videos on Facebook. I really do appreciate it. I'm sending you so much love and many, many blessings. You can continue to listen on 96.9 or you can catch the podcast on iTunes under Find Your Bliss. Lots of love folks. Bye for now. Alrighty, so just wrapping up with Facebook there. Whoopsie, making sure that it's all closed off. And um, today we've been talking about Twin Flames folks. And it's a popular topic at the moment. Like, I don't know, you know, like obviously I'm in the, in the industry of spirituality and awareness and there's a lot of people it's a real buzz I actually was in um, which kind of prompted me to talk to this I was in uh, coffee culture in Sumner and I was reading a Vanity Fair and it was really interesting because it was about um, two people there was an article in Vanity Fair about twin flames and there were two people I think they were based in California somewhere and they were actually being um, sued because they were all about the twin flame journey and you know they had a really big following but they'd been you know and again to talk about the darker side but um, they were being sued by somebody who you know felt like they'd been kind of led down the garden path and had invested a lot of money in working with them and you know I didn't read all the article but I was just like yeah because again this is um this is deeply personal right on the respect and deeply personal and not um, personal to you personal to your soul it's your journey it's your path I see a lot of people suffer in relationships due to expectations due to um, you know ancestral expectations you know a lot of people don't realize that when they get married all the files come up in regards to how your parents did marriage if they did marriage and your partner's parents did marriage 
Right? And if you're not aware of that energetically, having been married myself once before, if you're not aware of that, you could be like that first year is often the hardest because you're like, whoa, what is going on here? Because unconsciously, whether you're aware of it or not, all that stuff will, stuff will start to come up. Right? This is how my parents did it. So this is how we should be doing it in the relationship. And that's why we want to go deep. We want to play psychic detective and go, okay, hold on a minute. Is this pattern actually serving me or is it not? And then really asking ourselves those questions. So again, let's just kind of recap, right, the twin flame journey, right, of that yearning that something's missing in your life. Then the twin flame comes into your life and you have this magnetism. You often have a lot of telepathy. You can read each other's minds. You feel very connected. That person feels very familiar, obviously, because they're other part of your soul. Um, and, you know, the connection is there. It's very psychic. It's very otherworldly. You have an amazing honeymoon phase together. You're totally in love. It's inspiring. It's out of this world. And then, of course, the cracks start to show up. And, you know, some really deep energy can start to come to the surface. And again, so far, so good. It sounds like pretty much every other relationship, often in the romantic genre, right? But then, of course, there's separation that occurs. And then it turns into this runner-chaser dynamic. And really the journey at this point is to move into wholeness, which is you are whole and complete as you are, learning to balance those energies of fear within you. Because, of course, one end of the spectrum is fear and the other is love. So when you're balancing your fear, you're coming into love, true love frequency, and to move through to get to a place where you are completely detached, which is... I'm going to be okay whether I'm with this person or not and genuinely mean it not from your mind not from your rational critical mind not from your ego again and remembering ego has an agenda it always attaches it loves to identify talking about the soul-based energy which is you're free and clear and you love this person but you don't need or want anything from them again you know the bombshell being if you want something from somebody you are not truly loving them. And that can be a bit shocking for people. Of course I want something from my partner. What is it that you want from your partner that you're not prepared to give yourself? <gasps> right? What is it that you think you need from your partner that you're not prepared to give yourself? Because when you have it, you are whole and complete. And you can literally give it to yourself. Anything. Attention. Affection. Love enthusiasm, motivation, support, can give it to yourself. You know, and I just see so many people give their power away because they're like, I need somebody to love me. No, no, no. You need to learn what it is, beauty, to love yourself and then you will attract somebody who loves themselves too. You don't need anything. And I know, right, it can bring up all our stuff in regards to being worthy and being loved and being enough but that's the purpose of the journey is to go actually you know where am I and you know even to start asking questions if you feel like you might be on the twin flame journey or you feel like even this person in your life previously has been a soulmate start asking some questions of your soul not your ego like learn to be still and start accessing those higher consciousnesses and then go okay what is the purpose of this relationship let your higher self tell you 
This is what it's showing you. This is what it's teaching you. This is the purpose of it. And I can guarantee you whichever way you you look at it, it'll be about coming into wholeness. It'll be about you knowing more of you. You loving more of you. You feeling more balanced, more complete, realizing that you're it, right? You're it. You're everything that you could possibly desire. You're amazing. You're incredible. You're gorgeous, right? You have everything that you could possibly need or want. And this is the irony, you know, we often go out yearning and looking and seeking and and then to realize that all roads lead to Rome and you are Rome, right? You've won the jackpot. You're home. You've made it. You know, you've dropped into a place of awe and wonder and going, everything that I was ever looking for is inside of me. Hallelujah. And isn't that beautiful to realize too, right? And guess what? From that place, you can have anything you want because you don't need it. I know, right? Like when you're in the middle of it, it can feel so frustrating and it can feel so difficult and you can feel the attachment. And if you're in this place of feeling the attachment, please come and see me. I can take you through this process of helping you to shift and move into surrender. And I tell you what, it is so nice on the other side when you just let go, Right, let go of the attachment, let go of what you think it means, and just let true love prevail. So you can live in the energy of love just like that. And continuously. There is love wherever you will be because you are being it. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to seek for it outside of you. You actually have to just stop and be still right and I know it's coming up to Easter I love this time of year you know even you know and even when you get to that place it gives the words be still and know that I am God much deeper meaning right what that means is so are you right if you're still and you allow the presence to move through you you will know that you are pure source energy in a body. But we have to be still and open to allow ourselves to really receive that. That's not running around looking outside of ourselves. That is probably sitting down, (laughs) being still, being open and receiving that. Be still and know that I am God. And God is whole and complete. I know some people get charged on the word God, and I know, you know, again, religion, etc., goddess, universe, source energy, super consciousness, whatever you want to call it. Allow it to be present within you and know that you've already made it. You're already home. You've already arrived. You have never not arrived. You are already there all the, all the time. And that's why enlightenment really is just a process of letting go, letting go, letting go, letting go of all the untruth, of all the illusion. So again, twin flames, just be sure to check, right? To check and make sure that you're 
you know, you're not attached to love needing to be special, right? Anywhere you haven't asked your soul what the purpose is of this relationship, it's always to bring you into wholeness, but how it unfolds for you is, of course, it's going to be very different than it is for other people. But be willing to lean into the growth because you will find so much richness in that. You'll find so much expansion in that. You'll find so much joy in that. You know, like um, to even get to the place in my life where I'm like, I am so grateful for all the tears that I've shed or for all the pain that I've experienced because it's, it's been beautiful. Have you ever had that experience where you're like in so much pain, but at the same time, you kind of have this awareness that your infinite self is just loving it, right? Because it's like, wow, because, you know, your infinite self, super consciousness, pure source energy, it's just wanting the experience, right? Like that's what it's showing up for. It's like, oh, you're having this experience. Oh, wow, you're experiencing that much pain. Oh, wow, look, you're having that much joy. And this is the thing. We give our power away to source energy. It's not outside of us. It's in us. So the universe is supporting us and all our desires all the time because it's just responding to what it is that we are choosing. If you choose to ask the universe for more information about this relationship, then it's going to exponentially help you to understand what the purpose is. And, you know, as humans, we love to know what purpose is because purpose is meaning, right? And then, you know, what does it all mean? You know, why do I feel this way? Why is this, you know, relationship still showing up in my field? You know, and, and again, I think the thing is as well, if you're claiming the twin flame relationship, yeah, mm, I don't know. I just, for, for me personally, you can probably tell I haven't really claimed it because I'm kind of like, yeah, no, I'm a little bit like mm, about that. And I think in some ways, and it's so funny because I'm sitting here going, oh, I really hope I'm not in a twin flame relationship. Because, you know, it's like I don't think it's something that you would want to identify with because of often it's it's painful, right? It is painful. We all know what it's like to be in relationships that are painful. You know, the twin flame journey in and of itself, if you look it up and read about it, it's like, oh, really? Do I really want to experience that? And we all do in some way, shape or form. But just we want to be really mindful of, um, am I just, is my ego attaching and checking that from an ego level versus a soul level. And if you have checked it on a soul level, then you're going to know the difference. You're going to know the difference, which is ironic for, for me because I'm, you know, maybe I've got a block around it because I'm like, I don't want to identify with it. I don't want to be kind of held back by it. Yes, I'll take the lessons and the learning, thanks very much, but I, I don't choose to identify with it. Because again, for me, identity often brings attachment. Right, I'm attached to this. You know, we really want to clear energy on where we are attached to being special or um, because I'm loved by this person that I'm special or um, that my, you know, my status is going to somehow elevate because I'm with somebody in a relationship. Like, oh, that's setting yourself up for a fall, isn't it? You know, um, you want to let go of anywhere you've got any identification with being a mother, being a sister, being a daughter. You know, literally clear energy on identities can be so life-changing because then you get to a place where you're like, oh, I don't have to identify with anything. 
It can just be pure source energy in a body. You know, I even sometimes, you know, you know, want to clear energy on telling people that I'm an intuition coach because you're identifying with something as opposed to just like, hey, I'm a, I'm a mass of, of uh, cells that are vibrating at a certain frequency, just moving about my day. As soon as we start speaking or labeling, right, we're going into identification. It's kind of impossible. It's, you know, it's how humans operate. So I hope this, and again, maybe this is not what you're expecting in regards to the twin flame pathway. Um, you know, if you're in push-pull energy, Whatever, wherever you are at, you know, also known as resistance, which we experience as humans all the time, whether we're in relationship or not, um, you know, that's what wants to be released. The resistance means that your energy is not flowing. You want your energy to flow to feel good. So if you're experiencing resistance in your life, then please do come join me. You can go find me at RebeccaDavison.life or you can look up the Intuitive Life Academy Creating Profit for Lightworkers on Facebook and come join the tribe. We really um, we interact in there on a daily basis to continue to help you to focus your attention in the way that you want it to go and to bring you spiritual truth in regards to who you are and what's possible for you and how to shift out of trauma and into healing and into expansion in a really massive way. Right? You're not destined to come here and suffer. Um, and I do hope that the information that I've shared with you over the years has been beneficial, folks. If you have been a loyal listener, I am sending you so much love and appreciation. I do really thank you. It is people like you that have made a huge difference in my life. Um, I hope you continue to listen. It's still going to be 9 a.m. on Plains FM. The show might be slightly shorter at times, but we're going to be talking about intuitive abundance and how to go about creating creating that so stay tuned to that folks it's going to be a fun journey in regards to learning more about the science of manifestation and the fundamentals that are required to really bring things into alignment for you so folks um, I just want to say a big shout out to the team here at Plains FM I hope I can do this without crying um there's Kate who's if you come to Plains FM she's obviously on the desk and you'll meet her beautiful face first and she's always been really good very efficient and helping me with the show there's Pete who does production I don't think he's here today or I haven't seen him so far but he's um, definitely been great in helping record shows etc Nikki who runs the station as well which is awesome but the person who I have had the most contact with and I really do appreciate and want to send big heartfelt thanks and prayers to and that is Laura. Laura has been amazing if you want to do your own radio show she would be the person to help you but just incredible so supportive and so understanding and so helpful and so wise and so beautiful and just such an amazing soul who really um, you know who really wants she's a good connector right and that's one of my highest values so I really appreciate you Laura and thank you so much for everything that you have done for me. <gasps> managed to do it without crying anyway folks it is um you know so again like I said this is the last show under the find your bliss um it's really been um an amazing journey like I said before 2nd of February 2017 in regards to doing the shows here at Plains FM so you know that's what are we up to we're up to March end of March no it's oh, <laughs> I was gonna say I, mean, I need to clarify and let people know I know it's April Fool's but this is not an April Fool's because it's the first of April <laughs> so the the show really is changing but um, we will be back next week with the intuitive abundance umbrella 
and it's been an amazing journey. I've, you know, I've actually, I have worked with, you know, I've interviewed a lot of great people in the studio. So, which has been so much fun. And even having people call in from overseas, you know, my beautiful friend Emma Ball, who lives in London, that was super fun. You know, being able to record the shows even during, you know, COVID, etc., when we had our first shutdown. And um, again, Plains FM have been amazing in regards to supporting me and getting the word out about how it's possible to live from your intuition and to really create a life that you love you know it's a major passion of mine Um, now more than ever before I'm totally committed to being in service being in service to me means you know following what the universe has to tell you rather than just letting your own rational mind do it and really being open to you know there's so much that we we can't see and there's so much that we don't know because we don't know how to ask and when we start learning to take our attention inwards and listen to ourselves and our inner voice which a lot of people think sometimes is selfish but you know the best thing that you can do for other people is increase your own happiness and your own happiness is only ever going to come from taking your attention inwards you know like the journey of intuition is really helping people to let go of being a people pleaser helping people to let go of codependency again where you need something from someone or you need to be needed which is often a big one connected to being a people pleaser right to let go of those lower based fear energies and again those shifts in identity that can happen like who am I if I'm not needed wow you can just be love you can use your energy and focus it towards something that you want to create and I'm hugely passionate about that I really do say it life kind of like before and after you know before my awakening and after and I can tell you folks that you know being on the other side of fear is gold you know I don't think as much as I used to which may sound unusual but I really am just in the energy of perception does this feel light and expanded do I worry about stuff not much do I worry about other people what other people think not much right because I'm listening to my own inner voice and I know a lot of people might think that that's selfish but I can tell you right now that um you know as a recovering people pleaser myself (laughs) that it is so much more joyful and so much more delightful right there's so much more available to us if we're just willing to open up right willing to be curious about the divine willing to find your bliss Right? The universe leaves clues and it's supporting you in every moment whether you're aware of it or not. And what would it take to just lean back and actually know that everything is taken care of and the universe will guide you to more information, more awareness, more of what you need if you allow it. You do have to activate the energies. So I am sending you so much love, folks. Thank you so much for being part of this journey with me. I love you guys heaps, and I wish you all the very best. And of course, from my heart to yours, I hope that you always continue to find your bliss. All right, folks. All right, and next week we'll be coming to you with intuitive abundance. Lots of love and many, many blessings to you. Bye for now.